This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. Some. And I'm Tim. Why are you, why are you talking like that, Tom? <laughs> We're getting paid by the second, aren't we? Um, kind of. Trying to draw it out. Trying to We're not really getting paid make, at that, all. make that money. Get them royalties. Well, you're in a chipper mood today. Yeah, I'm in a great mood. Thank you for noticing. Yeah, no, it's it's obnoxious. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. I noticed that when I was talking to you online earlier today. Like, early in the morning we were talking. Uh, 5 a.m. <laughs> Uh, we were both on the treadmill. Hey, I, I, what I do is I, I go to the gym, uh, I get on the treadmill, I open up my laptop computer, <laughs> put it right up there on the, the thing. I secure it with a bungee cord. Yeah. And then uh, we, when we chat, we start chat my it brisk up. walk. Yeah. But I was, uh, making, making too many jokes for you too many, er- too early in the morning. You know what, Tom? It was just that everything I said to you, you had to razz me. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I was just trying to have a normal conversation in the morning yeah. with my friend. <laughs> well, sorry, Tim. Uh, At one point, I literally just closed Slack. It <laughs> was just like, you know what? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do this. I'm, <laughs> I'm not, not gonna participate. Which is weird because every morning I wake up, every morning my dog wakes me up. And uh, every morning my there's a dog, dog that wakes, wakes me up and makes me get outside, outside to pee. I try to something, something, something. Well, this isn't a good. <laughs> this isn't a good song parody. Yeah, Tom. it's not good. We'll get back on the. That should be called that uh, song parody. Uh, every morning, parentheses, the dog piss song. <laughs> right. Because nobody's claimed the dog piss song yet, which is yeah. crazy. That just might money, more money waiting that's, to get made. That's SEO. Yeah, right there. How many people are googling dog piss song every day and, fu- every and coming morning. up short? Yeah, coming up. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, every morning the dog wakes you up. This yeah. is starting very depressing. I hope it, it takes well, a turn. No, for the, the problem is that my dog has a watch or something. My dog knows. I set my alarm clock. Did you buy your dog an Apple Watch too, no. so you can feel each other's heartbeats <laughs> when you're not in the same room? I don't think it. I don't know if the heartbeat thing works for dogs. I don't think you should put an Apple Watch on a dog. Yeah, it's too much power. It's true. What if it uh, starts learning how to use emoji? Yeah. Um, so I, I wake up <clears throat> 10 minutes before my alarm goes off. Cause my dog wakes me up. No matter, it doesn't matter if I took her out like four o'clock in the morning, she's still going to wake up she's at the same schedule. time. Yeah. She's on a tight schedule. Uh, but every morning I wake up and take her out. And as I'm like taking her out, grumbling, I'm always like, oh, I'm going to go right back to bed as soon as I uh, get done doing this. But then I don't, which is good. Yeah. And I, but then I, you is know, it, what, 15, what is this story you're no, telling? No, I'm just saying 15 minutes later, I'm in a chipper enough mood that I'm razzing you on chat. Yeah, but that, what does that do for me? Oh, great. Tom is happy now. Tom is so happy that he's being mean to me on the internet. <laughs> yeah, that's how happy great. as I can be. Wow. What a, what a wonderful morning for me. Yeah. Well, Tim, just, who's just trying to, trying to make conversation with uh, his supposed friends. Yeah. Well, that's the way friends talk, Tim. Well, it's cold out nowadays. <laughs> it's cold out nowadays, Tim. That's nowadays. What... I mean, like today and like the the last few days. Yeah. Well, that's uh, kind of what the episode's about. Yeah. You. I mean, this was the thing. I tried to change the subject today when we were talking online mm-hmm. from you razzing me to uh, what episode topic do you want to do today? Yeah. And I came up with it. No, uh, lickety split. And you just said, I want to complain about how cold it is. No, I mean, that was the subtext, sure. No, you literally typed that oh, out. Oh, okay. Uh, like something, you said we should do either The Cold, which mm-hmm. we can't just name an episode of <laughs> The Cold, uh, or Keeping Warm, because I just want to complain. Something that will let me complain about how much I hate the cold weather. Yeah. So uh, you're in Here for a are. treat, listener. Dear listener. Here comes uh, yeah, but here's Tom complaining about something. But here, Tim, look, I'm not just complaining about something in this episode. I am offering proactive solutions. the The name of this episode isn't being cold. It's what is it? Probably staying warm, keeping warm. keeping warm. Keep, it's keeping warm. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, I'm looking at the positive, looking at the bright side, which some might say is the warm side because it's bright. Right. 
Uh, Tom, this is the time of the year where you're walking down a city street. Mm-hmm. You want to be on the sunny, sunny side of the street, right? That's true. Uh, in the summer, you want to be on the shady side. Yeah. I always forget about that kind of stuff. Well, it's it's it should be just common sense as you're walking. You figure it's really cold here. Uh, if it's the the shady side, yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe maybe in the the sun's healing, warming rays that mm-hmm. that might make me feel a little better. Yeah, I mean, I t- I figured it out now. I'm, I've gotten to the bottom of it. I do that nowadays, but uh, sometimes I just don't think about that kind of stuff. So you're not a cold. You you don't you don't like being in the cold. No, I don't like being in the cold at all. And actually, uh, <laughs> between so uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we, we talked about in the show that we went on vacation together, me and you. <laughs> yeah, and uh, 16 other people. Uh, 14 other people and five babies. All right. To be specific. Um, but that morning, the like morning we all left, we went upstate like dummies because it's cold. We're like, well, where's it colder? Even further north. We should have gone down to Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. I'm always going to Fort Lauderdale, Tom. Or Miami Beach. Well, you're not allowed in Miami. <laughs> I'm I'm allowed in Miami. I don't like Miami. Ever since that time you wore uh, full uh, blue jeans and no shirt on the beach. <laughs> How'd you know about that? <laughs> Dan told me. Dan? <laughs> yeah, Dan saw you down there. What? <laughs> in full uh, jeans and, and no shirt. No, when? He talked about it when he was on our show. Anyway, really? Yeah. In Miami? Yeah. You guys I met up in Miami so. and he very... This is our no. friend Dan Deacon who's no, been on the show. No, you're gaslighting me. This, this never happened. I never hung out with Dan in Miami. <laughs> How, no, because he... You guys are you guys have been friends for thirty five years. Something like not thirty five. I'm not that old, but I'm not thirty five. Um, but uh, and 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 you don't see each other very often. Yeah. He lives in Baltimore. You're in New York, and you guys met in Miami for a few minutes. You guys were both there for like unrelated reasons. Uh-huh. And you met on the beach, and he approached you, and he saw that you were just wearing blue jeans and no shirt, and he was just like. <laughs> Hey, good to see you, Tom. Well, I really got this thing I got to run to. No, see you later. that's not true. I mean, I, I, I was on the beach wearing. Sure, I was wearing jeans with no shirt, but I don't remember ever running into Dan on the well, beach. How would I know about this then, Tom? <sighs> like, it's not a horrible look. What else am I going to do? I didn't have shorts. Wear shorts. You're I didn't in Miami. Ha- for I know, Christ but sakes. I didn't have any shorts on me. I was there like in the winter. I had come down. Uh, I got news for you about Miami, Tom. Look, it's warm there in the winter. That's why you just suggested I we went know. there. We go there instead of uh, going upstate. No, but I didn't have any. I didn't have any shorts on me. So what am I going to do? Not pop my shirt off? Just suffer fully clothed? At least Bring I try. shorts. Yeah, I will next time. It's a, it's a weird look. It's a weird look to be on the beach. Oh, it was fine. People were wearing thong bikinis in Miami. Yeah, that would have been more acceptable. <laughs> no, than it would your, not have been more acceptable. Were you wearing also like uh, white socks and uh, like- <laughs> Sandals. Full sneakers? No. Like basketball shoes? Yeah, I mean, I probably was because I- No, I probably took the shoes off. I was just rocking no shoes, <laughs> jeans, no shirt. I mean, I might have my story messed up, but that's. The I think way you I... have your story messed up. I don't think well, I ran into Dan. How would I know about this? I don't know because I probably told you I'm an idiot. I tell you would tell you something embarrassing like me just wearing jeans on the beach. <laughs> and, I don't know. Anyway, we were all upstate with a bunch of people. yeah. We were all upstate, and uh, I told you recently. I don't know if I mentioned this on the show, but it was like the first time I've been outside and thought. Like, oh, this is very dangerous. I don't like the way, like, I don't like the cold because it makes me uncomfortable. Mm. But, like, I don't like the cold outside right now because it makes me feel like I'm in danger. Yeah. But if I stay out here too long, I I will suffer uh, negative physical effects. There were also five children there. Yeah. Ranging from age... One and a half years mm-hmm. to four years. Yeah. And while you were talking about how dangerous it was to be outside, they were all happily playing in the snow. 
They had gloves. I didn't have any gloves. Well, I think you were just kind of being a baby, Tom. I mean, I'm a baby about cold. You really are. But I used to be a baby about cold, Tom. Mm-hmm. And guess what I did this year? I grew up. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I didn't see you shoveling out the cars in the negative nine degrees. I shoveled a little. I was sick. Yeah, was you Ill. didn't shovel the cars. I was out there for an hour and a half. <sighs> anyway, today, though... Today was crazy in New York City. So we're in the middle of, uh, what what is it called? Like a polar vortex? Yeah, which it wasn't that cold today. It wasn't that cold. Like, I woke up this morning, looked outside thinking, oh, it's going to be hell out there. Frozen hell, the opposite of hell. Heaven. <laughs> uh, it's be frozen heaven. But, uh, but That'd be nice. Uh, frozen heaven? Yeah. I was That's got- what they call the ice cream shop up there. Oh boy! Yeah, I bet that stuff's good. It's heavenly. Yeah, um, I bet heaven's a little cold. I bet heaven is like temperate. I I bet heaven's yeah. whatever you uh, want yeah, it to be, I right? Guess, yeah, I guess. It hey, I think heaven's a state of mind, man. Yeah, I just kind of see people like shuffling around heaven, and like a few of them like, is it a little cold in here? Are you guys cold? Should I ask them to turn it up a little bit? What kind of he- what kind of heaven would that be? Well, it would be heaven because you ask them to turn it up a little bit, they'll happily do it. Hmm. No problem. They so don't, it's not really. They don't lock the thermostat. Or maybe oh, they even that's, tell that's, you like. That's mayhem. <laughs> they don't lock the thermostat. You got 10 billion people all trying to adjust one thermostat yeah. in heaven. Yeah. Meanwhile, Jimi Hendrix and the freaking uh, Jim Morrison are jamming out over there, and they're like, "Man, it's too, it's too hot in here. You got to yeah. turn it down." And they they got to interrupt their their jam sesh so Janis Joplin can walk over and uh, turn down the thermostat. Yeah, you got a hell of a jam sesh though. Mozart on the keys. Nah, he wouldn't hang out with them. Plus, he's in hell. <laughs> he's in hell. Why? Mozart. Yeah. Yeah. No. No child prodigy is a good person. No child prodigies in heaven? Right. They're bad people. No. I don't think that's true. Because they're cynical. They learn too much too soon. You can go to heaven being a cynic. I think it's more about like... Not a sinner? Yeah. Hey. Or I don't know how heaven works. At at, uh, the pearly gates, you say St. Peter, paint cedar. Uh, Hey, uh, I might be a cynic, but I ain't no sinner. Right. And he goes, oh, you should... uh, Clever almost rhyme. Hey, look, uh, Jimi Hendrix and uh, uh, Jim Morrison are up there jamming. You should... uh, Keith Moon on the the drums, man. Yeah, you should get up there and uh, try out some of your lyrics. It's open mic night here in heaven. Oh, wow. And so they just kind of play a backing... Yeah, like they play the backing band. They're the backing band. That's their service to heaven. Uh, and it's just heaven for everybody else, except for the audience. It's horrible for the audience. They have to sit through people coming up and saying things like, hey, I might be a cynic, but I ain't no sinner. Yeah. And then just humming the rest. Of, they've got nothing else beyond that. Like when you were trying to come up with the second verse of uh, Every Morning, the <laughs> right. Tophus song earlier. <laughs> yeah. But in heaven, everybody still has to applaud. And uh and like Keith Moon has to get up behind his kit and come over and shake my hand. Yeah. And tell me like that was the best. Uh, he's hey, I played with a lot of people, man, but that was the best I've ever heard. All right. So we've established that it's cold here on yeah. Earth. Here on Earth, man. Well, here in the United States, for most of the United States, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but not not so much here. I think everybody today, uh, everywhere I went today, people were complaining about how cold it was. Uh, uh, full disclosure, um, I forgot my winter hat. Yeah. Um, I don't have gloves this year. I don't know what happened <laughs> to them from last year. Well, um, we know what you did with them last year, and that's why you're not allowed to have them this year. I mean, what did I do with them, Tom? You pretended they were cow udders. One time too many, and everybody was sick of it. Yeah. And somebody took them, threw them in the river. Well, serves me right. Um, I, I went out without a scarf. Uh-huh. I don't even have a hooded sweatshirt. Um, <laughs> I just have a sweater, a crew neck sweater, mm-hmm. um, and, a, and a coat. And nothing underneath. It's just a crew neck sweater. You don't even have an undershirt on. No. It looks weird. 
What do you mean it looks weird? I yeah, think it looks like a lot of chest hair poking out. Yeah. Just the, the sweat. It's a V-neck sweater with nothing underneath. I already said it was a crew neck sweater, Tom. Yeah, but your crew likes to wear V-necks. That's true. <laughs> um. So anyway, I was walking around not thinking it was that cold. And yeah. then uh, I, uh, I go to the chiropractor's office today. Uh-huh. The chiropractor is a doctor or no? <laughs> Yes. But he's yeah. not like a medical doctor, right? Yeah, like you don't have to so. go to No, like, you go to medical school. Yeah, you go to medical school. I don't, know if that's true. I don't no, think that's Tim, true. Tim, you go to medical school. I think like you could be a chiropractor if you really <laughs> well, wanted that's, to. Well, that's Tim, I could be anything I wanted to. I don't to. think you could be a medical doctor. <laughs> but you think I could be a chiropractor? Tim, I've never met somebody who goes to chiropractor so often and also shits on them every opportunity he has look either either think that they're quacks and you don't go to them or you think that they're legit and you go to them you can't I, have it both i ways. went to a chiropractor it was great I, I one time i went to a chiropractor it turned out he was a racist i had to stop going to him because he started using uh out like really old racial slurs during uh the the adjustments did he think, uh, like, oh, he's some of these old-timey slurs he won't catch on? No, I think he just thought, like, oh, this this guy might enjoy some <laughs> old-time slurs. I don't know. He's, a, uh, he's an old soul, an old racist yeah. soul. Yeah, um, he, he might connect with these slurs from the 30s. But, um, no, because, look, I, I'm just, look, I'm, I'm saying they're good, but... Uh, the slurs? No, the chiropractors in general. Okay. Not the racist chiropractor. He was bad. All right. Chiropractors. How in was general. he as a chiropractor, though? Eh, he was all right. He was oh, pretty okay. good, actually. Yeah, I was gonna say. I bet he was like really good, and you were torn about like, oh, maybe I can just wear earplugs. Yeah, it's a regular Seinfeld episode, Tom. <laughs> uh-huh. The chiropractor's an anti-Semite, but you don't understand, Jerry. He, uh, th- th- I don't know. He fixes my back. Yeah, you know, uh, nobody's been able to fix my back like that. It's more of a Curb episode, I think, than a yeah. Seinfeld episode. Get Larry David on the phone, Tom. We'll let him decide. We had a, a teacher in high school who famously, he would tell this story constantly about how, uh, uh, maybe you just saw that Seinfeld episode, but uh, we had the same teacher I know. Or actually, I don't know if you ever had him, but we never had him together. But he would always tell this story about uh, a racist dentist, and he would always uh, tell the story that he like ripped the 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 sucker thing out of his mouth and went, "My wife's black," and stormed out of there. And we were always like, it wasn't until like senior year finally people started chiming in, like, "No, you didn't." And also, your wife doesn't have to be black for you to be offended by that. <laughs> you can just say, "Hey, I'm not all right with that." Yeah. I didn't say anything to him. Uh, <laughs> but but you would tell all your students yeah, some story. No, 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 no. Yeah, well, some trumped up. And I, this I'm, story was crazy because he would always tell, he would always say that. And then whenever everybody would be like, wow, what did he, he say to that? You know, he never thought that far into the story. He would always be like, oh, he didn't know what to say. <laughs> and I just stormed out. And we're like, I don't know. He was halfway through a filling Surely, like, you would have had to finish that or something. I don't know. I tend to believe a man when he <sighs> says, uh, uh, actually, I don't believe people when they have to claim <laughs> no, they're not racist. Yeah. No, I'm always afraid. One thing about chiropractors is, like, I'm afraid they're just going to break my neck. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Well, especially if they listen to this episode. No, I, I think they do good work. <laughs> But like when when a man is using racial slurs uh-huh. and his my his hands are around uh, your ar- skull around my skull getting ready to crack my neck, I'm not gonna be like, hold on, you're a jerk. Yeah, well, yeah, it's much safer to do with a dentist than a yeah. chiropractor. Uh, I didn't go back to him. He was also running some scam. He found out what insurance I had, and then he kept telling me things like, oh, your insurance will cover like this special pillow that you should get. Um, yeah. I'll have it for you next time. And then it's like- And also, I think these... we should do a, a heart transplant on you. Yeah. And like this is why I think chiropractors aren't great doctors, because that heart <laughs> transplant had a lot of a lot of issues. To, um, yeah. Well, yeah. They... So well, I was at you the put a baboon's part, heart in there- uh... I'm waiting in the the, the waiting room, uh-huh. and a lady comes out. 
She's uh, the patient before me. Uh, oh, you and what? You were scared that it was a doctor, and you were like, "Oh, I didn't, I didn't sign up for this." A woman doctor. So the woman goes up to the the receptionist, and they're <laughs> like uh, doing the transaction, like she's doing her copay or whatever. Yeah. But uh, the the receptionist was listening to classical music. Nice. But uh, like a surgeon. Yeah, but uh. Is that what they do in surgery? That's what they do in in movies, movies. yeah. No, I think Uh. you're just thinking it's the soundtrack. (laughs) What? No, no, that's that's a popular trope. Like, uh, you know, the brilliant surgeon who's like, I need to listen to classical music while I I perform my work of art. Which is like brain surgery? Yeah. You know this song? Is that just like the funeral march? Yeah. <laughs> this was playing in the chiropractor's office. Yeah, that's what they play when cartoon characters get killed. Yeah, but like, I know it's, and this is what I was asking, they're not like technically like medical doctors. Because yeah. like, I in a doctor's a, that's office. That's what's playing as Elmer Fudd thinks Bugs is dead. He's going, oh, I killed the wabbit. I didn't mean to kill the wabbit. Has remorse. Yeah. Yeah, but like, isn't that uh, isn't that like uh, the worst thing? And the the woman who is like paying her copay, just like, hey, great choice of music. And the receptionist is just like, yeah, I chose it myself. <laughs> you don't bring up death in a doctor's office. Yeah, I'll change it. And then it was uh, the Undertaker, the Undertaker's theme song. Yeah, which is how does Bong. that go? Also, everyone in this office was talking about how freaking cold it was, and I was like, "Guys, I came here and basically it's like, like a morgue in here." Yeah, I I, I came here in uh, basically a Tom Reynolds uh, Miami Beach outfit, <laughs> just <laughs> jeans, blue jeans and no shirt. I was fine. I didn't think twice. Yeah. So I think everybody's being a little bit of a baby about how cold it is in New York, especially considering in the Midwest it's it's uh, like it? negative fifty or something. It's. Uh, I saw in Chicago it's negative 30, but they say it's negative 60 with the wind chill. But then I think in some places it's like just straight up negative 60. Let me tell you something. In like Wisconsin and... uh, The wind chill. Minnesota. The wind chill is BS. The wind chill is... Tim, oh. You're so anti-science? Is that how you would put it? No, I'm... How is... You were just talking about... I'm anti-sensationalism, You were talking about... The sunny side of the street and the shady side of the street, but you don't believe in wind chill. No, because if you go on the sunny side of the street uh-huh. and get a temperature reading, yeah. it is going to be warmer than it is on the shady side of the street. Right. The but temperature chill. is not everything because we're human beings with skin, and the skin tells a story. And with that story, did you want to tell that story? And that story is, no, when when the wind blows across your skin, it causes uh, the moisture in your body to evaporate, making it feel colder than it is. That's fine, Tom. And you can- However, I don't, I don't disagree with you there. But when people say it feels like this degree, this degree, this, this many degrees of temperature, uh-huh. whatever uh, scale we're using- that's based on nothing. There's no good way to get that number. So it's just a way for being like, hey, how can we sensationalize this and have people uh, like Tom who love to complain about their freaking lot in life to be like, oh, yeah, it was, it was, it was you know, technically 36 degrees, but it felt like it was 22 degrees. Yeah, there's no scientific way of saying like, Oh, it feels like this. You don't know that there's a how do they figure out the wind chill? You think they just make it up? There, there's no, there's no consistent uh, calculation for it. Not even within the AccuWeather community. I mean, I don't know about the AccuWeather. Community. I'm sure they have their own. Uh, I think it varies from weather service to weather service. Oh, probably, but so, like, but like, here's the thing: you can't just be like, okay, you know, it's uh, it feels like negative sixty to. But you got to put some kind of number on. Why do you have to put some kind of number on it? We know it, you just say it's this it's this is the temperature and this is how uh how fast the wind is blowing. Because it's also about like moisture in the air. 
No, it's it's all BS. And that Tom. Kind of stuff. You just want you're one of these weird people that like, and there's a lot of them here, Tom. <laughs> so don't worry about it. It's fine. But you like to it's it's like a weird type of bragging to be like, guess how cold it was when no, I no, it's not bragging. It's just it's trying to tell you like, uh, you know, it's not twenty degrees and and all is well. It's not just calm. No, nobody's wind. saying all is well. They're saying a fact. It is twenty degrees outside. Yeah, right. But also, we should tell you, oh, it's windy as hell out there, and that wind is going to make it much colder on your skin. It's going to make uh, things like frostbite happen faster than it normally would during twenty degree weather. Great. And guess what? That is common sense. It's not common sense because they're trying to put a number on 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 that. But they're they're doing a number on you, Tom. They're selling you a bill of goods. I've never. You just want to be able to be like, oh, it was so cold. Guess what? It's colder than it even scientifically was. I've never Congratulations been. Congratulations for I... going outside with. Oh, it felt colder than it actually was. I've never been. Tom, you told... know what they said? You know what I read on a on a on a t shirt one time? F your feelings. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I've never. I finally understand these people. Yeah, geez. yeah. You know, I saw on a T-shirt at a rally once. I never have been told a real feel temperature. That... Real feel. Okay, honestly, if you're if you're if you're citing something called real feel, yeah, Tim, it's trademarked. Ugh. How yeah, can it be uh, trademarked if it's not people real? People are citing something. Uh, yeah, like oh, it's it's you know twenty three degrees. Oh, but the real feel. It's like it's suddenly it's it's marketing. You know what? It's it's so clearly marketing. And I know, Tom, you're susceptible to marketing. That's great. You took the Pepsi challenge five times and passed with flying colors. Look, I'm telling uh, all the weather people out there, don't even tell me the real temperature. Just tell me the real feel. Yeah, that's this all BS I need to thing know. That you just made it's up. not BS. It's science. Anyway, so it's cold outside. So Tom, we, I thought you were going to be proactive and and tell people how to keep warm. Well, no, I was going to bring up first the these polar vortices. You know what happened today? You know what kind of crazy meteorog- meteorological things happened today to cause what ha- caught what happened today? Did you do you want me to edit that? No, so it it's sounded fine. Like you said it, a sentence. No, it makes sense in context. So you know what the polar vortex is? Why don't you explain it? It's these winds. It's like guy a guy who read an article. It's uh, it was an interactive article, Tim. I love interactive. Uh, you know what? I always bookmark interactive articles to do later, and I never do. Them. That's what I I did that, and I went. You know what? I got a few minutes. Let me do this. Let me interact because I'm not gonna. I'm gonna read this later. I'm gonna lose all like the interactivity. It wash all over me. That's what I did. So the polar vort- vortex. Normally above the North Pole, it's these winds. They go around like a big merry-go-round, 10 to 20 miles above the surface. So, like, normally they're not bothering anybody. Almost in space. Yeah, they're they're not even bothering birds up there. But. Not that we know of. uh, (laughs) Tim. What? There aren't birds that fly that high. We, now that we know, we Tim, haven't been we up there. Have we? We've been up there. We would have found birds. They would have died and fallen down. Not if they have different systems. What different systems? You think there's wind just keeping birds up there all the time? Maybe. Did Maybe you know? Maybe these are some, you know, birds that are built for cold weather. Did you know the first penguins and like polar bears that thrive in the cold? The first time they flew, I think it was the U two bomber. You know, it, it had gone like the highest of any uh, plane at the time. Mm-hmm. It got all these freaking bugs on it from the stratosphere, maybe mm-hmm. that they realized were the result of uh, nuclear explosions that had blown bugs all the way up into the stratosphere, and they had just that's been just because they don't want us to know about the, they, the crazy <laughs> stuff that's bugs. living in the atmosphere. The, these bugs had just been stuck up there because they were too light to fall back uh, down to the earth, deep under the sea. And high up in the heavens, we got no business there. They're just, just live on Earth, guys. So these vortices, these this vortex, because of uh, climate change, global warming, uh, this vortex, 
normally the North Pole is cold enough to keep the vortex up there. This time it it wasn't, and it broke into like three different pieces uh, because the jet stream got in there, which it shouldn't have been able to do, and it knocked one of them down to us, and that's why we had this insane cold snap. Uh, but what I was going to say was, were you around during the squall today? Yeah, the snow squall. Yeah, a thing now, normally reserved for sailors. What exactly is a squall? I think it's just like a very short, very intense storm or, yeah. or weather pattern. But uh, it was weird. I got two notices on my phone uh, for, you know, like emergency things. Really? I didn't get any. Yeah, switch to T-Mobile. They give you all I'd the rather emergency. not get these alerts. Yeah, I had to turn off Amber Alerts because it kept telling me, you know, look out uh, somebody in the Bronx. But it kept uh, telling, like, literally every minute my phone would go, eh, eh. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not in the Bronx. Stop telling me this. But anyway. Also, I got an Amber Alert the other day, and it yeah. made that noise, and it was like, there's an Amber Alert. Go check the local media to see what it's all about. Oh, come on. It's like, all right. Uh, I'm in a meeting, <laughs> and like- uh, And you expect me to go outside and buy a newspaper right now? Yeah. For my kid. Extra, extra, <laughs> Amber Alert in the Bronx. In the Bronx. Oh. Come on, I'm not in the Bronx. Yeah. And by then, you know, the kid's already taken your nickel. Sorry, yeah. pal. He's already bit it to make sure it's, yeah. it's uh, real. Sorry, pal. That's mine now. I already dropped it down my uh, overalls. Yeah. yeah that's what and also, is. like, you've read the newspaper. Yeah, you, you, you know, can't you, return yeah, it. Exactly. Imagine, um, imagine a world in which you can return <laughs> the newspaper. Be the world's richest man. <laughs> Wait, What? Oh, because you'd always get your money back? Is that yeah. what you spent most of your money on, newspapers? Yeah, I spent so much money on newspapers, Tom. Uh, remember like in movies, somebody would put a, a quarter in the newspaper machine, open it up, and take all the papers out? Yeah. you know That always blew my mind that you could do that. That wasn't always... Because like, what are you going to do with more than one? Exactly, movie? yeah. But uh, I'll tell you but what. But if you're in the this newspaper... Was, this was the origin of why I was so mad at Judd from the real world, San Francisco. That's who did it, Yeah. Because he was in the newspaper and he did that. That wasn't a movie. <laughs> that was real life. That, that was, was as real, real as world. It gets. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's why this was a true story. That's why this stuck in my head that he did it, and I was like, you know what, Judd, you're the real villain of this episode. Eh. You stole from the San Francisco Chronicle. Yeah, but his his cartoon was in it, and they probably would have happily sent him some extra copies of the paper. But meanwhile, some businessman's like, well, let's see how the market's doing today. Out of papers, so there's never out of papers. Yeah, sorry. Anyway, this squall happened. I got a notification. It's like three forty-five squall, and then uh, later on, no, four o'clock squall, mm. and then it said uh, this will only last fifteen to thirty minutes. Stay inside. I was like, oh, how bad could it be? I had somewhere to, I had somewhere to go, which I could have just gone tomorrow. But I was like, yeah, or go. fifteen minutes later, or fifteen minutes later, I was <laughs> like, yeah, I'll go now. Holy moly! It was the most intense snowstorm I've ever seen, and it, true to its word, lasted like twenty minutes. But you could not see more than like ten feet in front of you, and it dumped like a few inches of snow not within a few minutes. Inches of a snow. few inches, <laughs> maybe an inch. seven to eight inches. <laughs> um. Ever get caught? And out? it was super windy too. Yeah, getting caught in like a windy situation yeah. makes you realize, like, oh, this is how like people die from weather. <laughs> yeah, I do not want to die from weather. No, which is why I'll be telling you how to keep warm. Right after the break. This episode of the Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by Sakara. You want to feel better about what you eat. But sometimes it's hard to prepare healthy meals that also taste good. With sure Sakara, as heck is. Yeah, Tom, you, you know it. With Sakara, you can reach your health goals without sacrificing taste. Sakara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. And along with delicious meals, Sakara also has daily wellness essentials like supplements and herbal teas to support your nu- nutrition. Tom... To mm-hmm. boost results, try the best-selling Metabolism Super Powder. It's an all-natural remedy for bloating, weight gain, and fatigue. Tom, yeah, I, I could, tried some I of this. I could use that. Yeah, we ate some of this fo- Saqqara food. Mm-hmm. Very fresh. Very fresh and filling and delicious. And right now, 
Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash guide or enter code guide at checkout. That's Sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash guide to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash guide. For over 80 years, Fram has been a leader in automotive filtration because that's the only thing they do, baby. Filters. Want to protect your well-oiled machine or breathe easier when driving? Fram has the right filter for every kind of driver. Fram oil filters are American-made, tough, and feature SureGrip technology. No-slip grip for easy install and remove, even with an oily hand or glove. Fram cabin air filters filter out contaminants like exhaust fumes, allergens, and pollution. That's all the kind of stuff you don't want. And with the power of Arm & Hammer baking soda, you can breathe easy with an odorless interior. Arm & Hammer baking soda, the best stuff. I didn't know that they had cabin air filters with that stuff. I'm going to get one of these cabin air filters now. Honestly, I didn't know cabin air filters was a thing, and I probably should have. Now I'm going to get one. And look, well, now that now that we know that baking soda is a part of it. Yeah. Well, and look, no matter how you drive, Fram has the right filter for you. Head over to Fram.com. That's F-R-A-M dot com and find your perfect filter today. And thanks to Fram for sponsoring the complete guide to everything. Tim, enough about the cold. Let's talk about keeping warm. Staying warm? What's the name of the episode? Let's say keeping warm, keeping right? Warm. I like saying keeping warm, right? Yeah, yeah keep warm. Look. Let, keep warm, stay uh, cool. That's confusing. No, no, no. Those are, you either tell somebody in the winter to keep warm yeah. or in the summer, stay cool. Yeah, you put that in your yearbook, in their yearbook. Yeah. I put it in my yearbook. That was my quote, stay cool. <laughs> Tom Reynolds. <laughs> Stay cool, Tom Reynolds. Tom Reynolds. Um, all right. Let's talk first off the best way to keep warm, and that's a coat. Yeah. I mean, I, I know you like to visit the Burlington Coat Factory <laughs> two to three times a week. I don't know if you noticed, when we were upstate, I brought, I have like a ski coat that I don't really like. It's kind of ugly. Yeah, it is. Uh, but boy, howdy, is that thing warm. It's nice. I would always expect you to have some sort of bullshit, like uh, like a uh, coat that has like silver on it. Yeah, the the, the my ski coat has uh, like okay. a silver inside that reflects yeah. you back at you. Is it like thinner than you would think it is? It would be no, not no. um maybe. Yeah, no, I don't think they really sacrificed thinness. That they were just like, we're gonna make it regular yeah. thickness, but also we're gonna put these silver dots on it, and that's gonna insulate you. Yeah, not a bad coat. How often do you buy a new coat? Not often enough. I've been, I have, I've, I've been wearing this pea coat since t- two thousand nine, probably. <laughs> yeah, I, I got rid of my pea coat a few years ago because it just had like, like the lining was ripped and yeah. stuff, and I was like, this isn't actually doing much anymore i think this is why i'd like to become a hulking strong man so i'll have to buy a new coat <laughs> i'll just break out of this one <laughs> you just go buy a new coat yeah but if also... you've had this coat for 10 years that sounds like reasonable and actually if you bought it now you'd probably get a good sale because you know nobody's buying a winter coat now now it's too late well no it's cold this is this is uh, that's what you would think, but that's just not the case. Hey, you're like, the guy that's at Burlington Coat Factory all the time, so I guess uh, I'm going to take your word for it. I'm telling you, if you went to a place right now, they probably have like uh, spring stuff out. Hmm. All right. So number one, wear a coat. Wear a coat. Uh, the heavier, the better. If it's really cold out. Yeah, unless uh, mobility is important to you. Uh, the next most important thing in my mind, hats. What kind of winter hat do you recommend? You have, you have one of those like flap hat, flapper hats, one of the like like a, like a, like with a, a feather a, on like, it. No, like a like a hat a Russian guy would wear. Oh no, I don't have one of those. Yeah, those look pretty warm though, right? Yeah, they have, I've been like, thinking about fur getting one of those on the ears yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm not thinking about like the big hats that look like a Q-tip. But well, those you... are probably pretty nice. No, too. no, no. You're talking about the one they have fur. They're like fur lined. Yeah, like the yeah. one that uh, cousin Eddie wears in Christmas Vacation. Yeah, 
Yeah. Those seem nice. I should try to get one of those. Right? Yeah. Those always are like uh, touted out as like, uh, oh, look at this silly hat. And it is a silly looking hat, but it looks pretty warm, it's too. It's functional. Yeah. Who gives a shit what you look like, right? I just have like a basic beanie, I guess. Oh. Not with a, without propeller. <laughs> oh. Well, Don't get excited. Boy, well, I'll tell you what. That squall today, he got caught out there with a propeller. He'd probably I mean, take off. Yeah. That'd be pretty nice. <laughs> pretty nice to just fly away. <laughs> if I was going to get uh, killed by weather, I'd want it to be uh, because I was wearing a beanie hat that just flew into the uh, the atmosphere and got eaten by space bugs. <laughs> yeah, he flew away. It would have been a very uh, poetic death, but unfortunately what happened was just like 20 seconds later, he just fell back and bounced off the pavement. <laughs> Died instantly. Yeah, they found these Screamed space bugs all, all over him too. Screamed the whole way down. Fortunately, he had take he had gotten scared and taken the hat off. <laughs> I never did find that hat. I do. I, I you know I just have a regular winter a hat. A knit hat. A knit hat. Yeah, that's what I have. You know what? And honestly, that does the trick for the most part. I don't like it if my hair's too long. I, it screws up my hair for the whole rest of the day. It's yeah. a good look. If you've recently got a haircut and it uh, kind of mats your hair down in a way that makes it look like you've done something already that day, you know what I mean? Mm, like, like what? You like walk gone into a, for a swim? No, that like it, it just makes it look like ah, oh, this is a guy who's seen some shit today. Like he's what been through some stuff. What the hell are you talking about? Why would like what kind of stuff? How do you see somebody and think that person's been through some shit today? Based on what their hair looks like. Sure, if their hair is like all stuck up, you'd be like, oh, I guy must have gotten electrocuted earlier in the day. But what do you think happened it's to It's like, uh, it's the classic, the Rachel. It's a little what? must. And you're just like, oh, well, this person's been doing some stuff. I mean, I just think, oh, that person had a hat on earlier. <sighs> like, that's my hair right now is like that. It's like a little bit yeah, matted. Right. Cause... Doesn't look like you've done <laughs> shit for days. <laughs> you don't look like Rachel, you asshole. Uh, no, that's my only problem with the knit hats is that, uh, yeah, it, it makes your hair look stupid. Uh, I don't like to, like, if I can avoid wearing them in the morning, I will. If I can hold off, if I can be brave enough that I can deal with the cold until I'm heading home, then I'll throw it on. Then I'm like, all right, all bets are off now. Let Betty. me ask you this, Tom. Yeah. I have you considered earmuffs. Because the hat is just there to keep your ears warm. Yeah, yeah, earmuffs probably would be fine. Or what about this? Uh, the cool guys earmuffs, where it's uh, like the it goes behind your head. Yeah, yeah. Remember when they're in the nineties? There was like the headbands, like the thick headbands that everybody wore. Oh, vaguely that that, that covered yeah, your ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those made you look like a real asshole. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably why you don't see them as much anymore. You'll see them again. <laughs> They'll be back. They'll be back. Fashion these kids. cyclical. Yeah, these stupid kids these days. Um. All right. Well, Yuri kind of touched on it, but scarves. Scarves. Guess what? BS. <laughs> Tim, I was gonna say a bunch of hocus pocus. If you ask no, me, no, I was gonna say it just makes your your face all hot. Yeah, because you're breathing right into them. Oh, if you've got it over your mouth, sure. And your nose, yeah, over your face. Yeah, I mean, but that's also good if you're if you're cold. No, because then it's all there's like condensation in there too. It's not if you've got. Sometimes you're allergic to the material. Well, that's don't buy cat hair scarves. I've told you that. Um, No, putting it over your mouth is not a permanent solution. However. In desperate times, sure. And if you've got a good enough scarf, it's capturing that condensation in a way that's not making the scarf also wet. Uh, I was going to say, I used to be... Ve- I don't like this side of you, Tom. <laughs> this pro-scarf side of you? No, just this whole, like, oh, I have a shirt, with, I have a coat with a lining that reflects your body's heat. If your scarf is, like, like... Suddenly you're you're into like a d- design of uh the like industrial design or something and you understand that you don't know any of this stuff. I you believe in about, windshield. I I believe in windshield. I think about this kind of stuff, Tim, because I hate the cold. Windshield is a hoax. Tim, I hate the cold. The cold is my enemy. I have to figure out how to defeat my enemy and I will resort to technology if that's what it takes. 
you, you've been. I was gonna say, I actually, goods, I don't put scarfs around my mouth very often for the reasons that you cited. Uh, but I used to be very anti-scarf. I'm still a little anti. I won't take a scarf everywhere because I'm always afraid of losing scarves because I always lose scarves. Uh, however, the purpose well, is- Well, you're talking about silk scarves? <laughs> well, yeah. No, those I don't lose. Those like, I keep uh, track of. You got them all from uh, Steven Tyler? Yeah. I mean, I keep, I keep them tied to the mic stand. That way I won't lose them. There must be something to being a silk scarf guy, right? Like always having a bunch of scarves. Didn't because like didn't he have like cocaine in him or something like that? Like there there was initially a reason for the scarves that had to I be with drugs. I don't think you know how cocaine works. Yeah, he has silk scarves in it. No, there was something about cocaine in the scarves. <laughs> I don't think so. Think or maybe is, he just used the scars to wipe his nose libelous. when his nose was running because of cocaine. Mm. Look, Steven Tyler is not going to co- come sue us back. How dare you say I use cocaine when everybody knows he used cocaine? Not Maybe not anymore. No, he's sober. I read an article about it. Yeah, he's a handsome man. Yeah, I mean, you ever see fun. pictures of his feet? I don't search celebrity like, <laughs> foot pictures as much as you there do. There are these pictures of his feet in, like, uh, sandals or something. Like, I'll show it to you during the break. No, I don't. That's all right. Like, holy hell. It's not even clear what's going on with his toes. Okay. I think just, like, cramming his feet into weird shoes have just right, malformed him. have weird feet without Oh, it's f- fine. Well, I just wouldn't show them off. I wouldn't wear sandals. Anyway, um, scarves. Oh, the purpose of a scarf, Tim, is more to uh, just kind of fill in the cracks that the that the coat leaves. Yeah, but it's too bulky. Get a thinner scarf. Told you, get a silk scarf. They're very thin nowadays. They seem pretty elegant, too. Uh, uh, what else you got? Keeping warm. All right. <sighs> Oh well, the next one's kind of a two-parter, but the overall is gloves. Yeah. Well, what's your optimal glove? <clears throat> I don't know if I found it. To yeah, be honest I like with the, you, I, I like the idea of leather gloves. <laughs> I bet you do. Why? What does that mean? You can slap somebody if they've offended you. No, just you they take it off one by one. They tend to like keep. Warmer than you know, they're less porous, right? And they normally have a nice lining in them. Yeah, what are you talking about? Some isotoners? Are isotoners leather? They make leather isotoners. Mm. I've never been a, a brand name guy, Tom. <laughs> right. I'll go for the big fancy brands like Isotoner. Yeah, uh, yeah, so uh, but they're bad for uh, snowball fights because you don't have a lot of uh. Uh, dexterity in them. I'll be honest, there really aren't too many gloves that are good for snowball fights, yeah. I think. Um, what are your thoughts about... Uh, I think this is actually probably like pretty standard nowadays in gloves. Uh, like gloves that let you use your phone. I've never had a pair and I don't care to have a pair. I've had... If it's too cold to use your phone, just keep your phone away. Uh, I've had maybe two or three pairs of gloves a lot of them have just like a silver thing and that's what like part of it's just kind of like a silver different material. Mm-hmm. I did have one that had like I think it was basically In the biz they just call it tech. <laughs> they say they say does this glove have tech? I think it was basically like uh each finger, not each finger, but like the thumb and index finger had like um tech. No, it was like a like a hard metal thing. Which was actually like a little bit better because that's the problem with the other gloves. That's like, okay, I can use uh, my phone with this, but my finger is like three times the size it normally is and I can't feel where I'm actually touching. Right. So your touches are very so just inaccurate. Just put your fucking phone away, how about? Well, no, actually, I think those gloves are fine for the idea of like, look, this isn't. If it's so cold that you can't have your hands out in the air, just focus on where you're going. Well, but what if where you're going, you have to look at your phone to figure that out? Well, know that before you leave. Plan, plan. Well, what I'm saying is I think that these gloves are actually intended. It's like, yeah, we're not 
plan on using these gloves eight hours a day while you're on your phone. This is mostly like, hey, if you got like a text message, uh, this is like good enough to like tap that text message without taking your phone off. Right. If you need to respond to that text message, hey, look for another glove pal or or, right. or take these gloves off because look, that's uh, what about the gloves? That's where, where the, the cookie crumbles, where the fingers, uh, the fingertips come off. Well, that's another option. I've never had that type of glove. I think I would like that type of glove. Most of the time, it's the the it, like the fingers are covered to the tips, and then there's like a mitten cover over it. See, over. but that I wouldn't like. Who wants mittens? Well, Tim, that was the subcategory of this, which is the idea of mittens. I understand why they originally needed to have mittens. The the technology to make individual fingers was yeah, not like when people yet. were like making their own clothes and stuff. <laughs> right. I imagine it's pretty difficult to make a glove compared to making a mitten. Oh yeah, yeah. That somebody was like, oh, God, this is too much trouble. I'll just make a mitten. Yeah. We, we, were we going to do measure every finger? Yeah. turns out they didn't have to measure every finger, but... Uh, you had to measure every finger for a glove, but not for a mitten. Not um, for a glove? Do you, do you think... Uh, do you get custom-made gloves for your head? Do you go in and have your fingers measured? Boy, you know what? All that the, would be nice. Are you still buying off-the-rack gloves? <laughs> you know what? All these like companies nowadays... These startups, I mean, we've had uh, probably a couple that have advertised on our show that are like, uh, like, ah, we make this custom. Like, you send in your measurements and, like, we'll make your shirt custom to you. That's really nice. But, like, give me a custom glove, man. Give yeah. me a, hey, give me a glove that fits like a glove. Mm. That's uh, what I would really like. You just want to measure people's hands. No, I don't want to be involved in any of this. And look, I also won't sign up for a service where they have to send a man out to measure my hands. That's too much. Why He's don't you go make see it an the app, man? Make it an app. Just make it an right, app. It's got to be an app with you. Uh, you know what? I actually would maybe be okay with the idea of a mitten glove that you can take it off. No, actually not. Because look, all I need, just give me thumbs. Make the thumb part removable, and I'm that's more than enough. That's fine. Because you just want to use your phone. Like, I don't want to use it, but occasionally you have to use it. And if you have to take your glove off, that's a pain in the ass. But if I can get even just... You just want to play snood on your even phone. Even on one thumb, one thumb, have a little tab, and I can take my thumb out. I think they have that. Well, I'll have to look into it. Great. Hand warmers. How do you feel about hand warmers? And then disposable, the Zippo one that I have, and rechargeable, which I also have. I have all three of these kinds of hand warmers. Um, Disposable are garbage. Yeah. They don't do a great job in I, super cold. They do better. It's better than nothing. They're cheap, whatever. It's yeah, fine. I don't know. It, yeah, it, it just feels like a waste and then it gets like, you get your hands too sweaty. Yeah. Um, I, I don't care for them. I'm also like uh, not working outside. Right. Really? Um, I mean, I did dig those cars out when you didn't. <laughs> but uh, other than that, I'm not, I'm very rarely going outside and, and, and like yeah, you're being an in- outside. I'm yeah, usually you're an just, indoor boy. Yeah, I'm traveling from place to place. Uh, so I, I, it has never been necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to hear more about the Zippo situation you got. So I have the Zippo thing. Do you thing. Have to fill it with a bunch of lighter fluid? Yeah, you fill it with lighter fluid, regular Zippo lighter fluid. But then the top you light, and I don't know what the hell. I think it, it might be magic. It's some kind of a weird material. That, like, kind of light, like, you have to turn out the lights, and then you're like, oh, that's on fire, I guess, like, but not flames. And then you put another top on top of it, and then you put that whole thing in, like, a fleece bag that it comes with, and it just kind of, like, smolders in there. I'd be too afraid when I, like, brought it home. I'd have to, like, submerge it in water. (laughs) You know what? I would think I would be the same way, but when you see it in action, you're like, oh yeah, that's not like, there's not an open flame. I don't really understand how it's doing this, but this all seems pretty safe and it's fine. And it's very nice and warm. It is pretty cool. And they're pretty cheap. I think they're like $12 or something. One one for each hand. Uh, I only bought one, but sure, you could buy one for each hand. Well, you got two hands. Use your head, Tom. Uh, what about this uh, rechargeable hand warmer? So I have one of these, and I feel 
it, that's sketchy. That's actually the one that I'm the most nervous about. Because basically it seems like one of those um, rechargeable USB batteries. It is. You can plug in your phone or whatever, mm-hmm. recharge your phone. That they've just like uh, also led a couple of wires to each metal side of it <laughs> to just get those nice and hot. Hmm. It is pretty nice. And, it you know, you don't have to fuck around with lighter fluid. Uh, and you just press a button, and it turns on, and it warms up. Yeah. It's not bad. None of these things, all three of those, will help but not completely solve. Like, if it's real cold out, there, I don't think there's a hand warmer on Earth that's going to help you. Right. I mean, it can ease your pain. Well, I think it could help you, but not that's going to be like, oh, there's just like being inside. Yeah. Well, you know what? You got to you gotta temper your expectations there. Sure. Uh, I I know we have to uh, end soon. We have to do a a quick after dark about long johns, right? (laughs) Yeah. We have to look. We can't talk about long johns while kids are listening. So you're gonna have to wait till after the plugs. Yeah. (laughs) Most people put their kids to bed during the plugs anyway. Is my understanding? Yeah. No, that's how it goes. Tim, you have a hot water bottle. Do you think I have a hot water bottle? I don't know. You like cartoons like me? (laughs) Oh. Like all right, so what do you do? You 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 boil some water. You yeah. dump it in this. Uh, uh, what is it like a, a rubber? Yeah, it's like a rubber thing. Yeah. You screw the top on and you put it on your head like a sick person. You don't have to put it on your head. That's an option. Uh, I'll tell you what you can do with it though. You boil water. You put it in. The one I got has like a little sweater it wears. Um, I sometimes if it's like super cold in my apartment, which is rare. Uh, I will make a hot water bottle, mm. put that in my bed, put that to bed. And then like, you know, 20 minutes later when I go to bed and lift up, guess who's warmed up my bed? The, you, the hot water bottle. The nice little hot water bottle and the sweater. Tom, can I tell you something? Uh-huh. We've known each other a long time. Yeah. That story has to be a lie. It's not a lie. I don't think I you do have it all that the much time. forethought uh, about when you're going to go to bed I feel like you you stay up until you're just like, I have to go to bed, and then immediately just like, oh, time for bed. You'd be like, no, oh, because now it... now to begin the twenty five minute process of boiling some water. Well, two dumping things. it into this thing, First putting off, the knit sweater on it. No, the knit sweater stays on it, but if it's cold, I'm 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 having trouble going falling asleep anyway usually, uh, but. Also, you don't have to put this in bed before you. You can just take it to bed. And I know, but you claimed that you do that. I do do it. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I have like an electric tea kettle. It takes no time at all. And it's oh. very nice. The thing, t- thing stays warm surprisingly long. It's nice. Again, hot water bottles, like, I don't know, eight bucks. Good investment. All right. You sold me. If you uh, like the show, oh, that's that. Uh, yeah, that, that's all the or ways should to keep we solve warm? a problem. No, nah, I don't want to solve a problem. All right. time. Uh, but uh, I have more. You didn't talk about a uh, an Amish fireplace. You uh, didn't talk about a wood burning stove. Yeah. Uh, you didn't talk about. Uh, I think that's it. No, I also left out elect- electric blankets. Mm. We'll talk about it after the during the after dark segment. Okay. Uh, if you like the show, check us out at tcgt.com. If you want to follow us, follow us on facebook.com slash complete guide. Follow us on Twitter at complete guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. If you want to support the show, you can do your Amazon shopping through tcgt.com slash Amazon. No extra cost to you, but a little portion of your Amazon purchases go to us. And we use that to buy things like hot water bottles. You can also check out tcgt.com slash pledge for our Patreon, including <clears throat> the launch. Last week was the launch, but this week is episode two of our new podcast, Books, the Podcast. Uh, we're reading uh, The Great Gatsby, or Tim's reading it, explaining it to me, uh, who's uh, also a very uh, smart, rich person, just like The Great Gatsby. And uh, it's a real fun show. Books of Podcasts, tcgt.com slash pledge. You can check out uh, the first episodes available for free. Yeah, check it out. It's yeah. great. Listen to it before you uh It's great. It's better than the, the Gatsby that they claim is so great. Yeah, and you get all of our old uh, Patreon content as well. Yeah. 
Uh, Tim? Time for TCGTE After Dark. Can you put in uh, like a little careless whisper here? Um, I wish you hadn't said that. <laughs> I mean, we used to do a show called Complete Got to Everything After Dark that yeah. AJ made a, a, a nice uh, intro for. But yeah, I, we'll I put that in. I don't think I have that file anymore. <laughs> hey, we'll put in careless whisper. I probably won't do that either. Tim, tell me about Long John's. Tom, mm-hmm. Long John's are underwear that's... Longer? Long underwear. Longer than your normal underwear. Yeah. And uh, th- look, it's bulky and uncomfortable at first, but then once you really get out there in the cold, yeah. you're glad to have them. Uh, well, in Long John's, you can get Long John's there just pants, or you can get Long John's there like, the, uh, like a whole onesie. Yeah, or you can get separate pants and shirt. Right. I only have... Pant long johns. Do you wear underwear under them? <laughs> that was going to be my first question to you. Um, I do, but mostly because. But why, right? Like, I, well, it's my inclination too, but like that winds up being uncomfortable. And also, like, what are we doing here? Yeah, I mean, I'll wear uh, a uh, a boxer brief if available. Under there, because still too bulky. It, yeah, but it's less bulky than just boxers. Yeah, well, who wears boxers? Teenagers. Wait, you only wear boxer briefs? Yeah. If I wear boxer briefs, my under my pants are always falling down. <laughs> Wait, your underwear is is key to the structural integrity of like your whole pants. Yeah, situation? they need to like provide enough resistance. And when the, the, you're doing pants wrong, man. And look, everybody in the UK, we're talking about trousers. All right, I don't, I don't know what that means. Well, because uh, they pants are underpants. To uh, them. Look, long johns, <laughs> they're underpants. Yeah, but you shouldn't wear underpants more than one day in a row. Yeah, of course. Right, but I don't. How many pairs of long johns you got? Two. Oh, I've only got one. But like, how, so how often are you underwear. wearing long johns? Um, I mean, that's the thing. Not often enough that I couldn't just wear them as underwear and wash them before I'd need yeah. them again. Um, last time I wore long johns, I think, was when we went to Yosemite um, in like October. Oh, I remember man. how cold it was. Jesus, and I, I wore those long johns for, what, four days in a row. God, I wish I brought long johns for that trip. I didn't I didn't change my clothes once that entire time. Yeah. Remember when we went to, uh, we went to like a Russian bathhouse in San Francisco after we were done with all that and uh, had like the most satisfying showers of our lives? Yeah. Like we went to like, our, our friend was like, ah, oh, this Russian bath is the best. We, got spent, all... we spent like, a f- like four or five days in Yosemite yeah. when it's very cold. He's like, ah, this Russian bathhouse is great. They've got this kind of sauna and that kind of sauna and and this kind of sauna and this kind of pool. And, like, I would have gladly paid the entrance fee just for that shower. Yeah. <laughs> the best shower of my life. Yeah. It wasn't even, like, a particularly, like, nice shower. No. It was just, like, regular, but it was a private shower. It was the first mm-hmm. time any of us had been alone in yeah. five days. Like, truly alone. Uh, and boy, yeah, just washing all that grit and grime off. Yeah. Um, electric blankets. Yeah. Don't do it. I have an electric blanket. Yeah. You know what? It's great in a pinch or an emergency. I have never used the electric blanket, uh, like to go to sleep where I haven't woken up at some point, like soaked in sweat. (laughs) Like even if it's if it goes from one to ten, put it on a one, fall asleep, you're gonna wake up like <sighs> um Yeah, it's it's unnecessary. You're just gonna get all sweaty and weird. It's not natural. It's not natural, Tom. Yeah, well I would say it's not f- they're not for sleep you know, I should probably get one with just like a timer. Mm-hmm. Um What do you think of the oh, sorry. It's not for sleeping in, but when occasions where like the heat hasn't been working or something and it's like super cold in my apartment boy no quicker solution to that than throwing an electric blanket on because you can just pop it on and within like you it know a few minutes uh it feels weird but like when it's super cold and you can put on a blanket that's heated you you put up with the weird feeling of 
because that's better than just like your teeth chattering. Fair. What do you make of these weighted blankets? I'd like to try one. They're expensive. I know. That's my problem. And what yeah. if I get stuck under one? Well, you know, that's why you, you got to get a roommate, Tom. Um, Yeah. I mean, they're not marketed as warm. It's more of a just like, ah, oh, this is... Uh, Calming. But it's yeah, got to be very, warm, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's There's heavy no for way. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to try one, but I don't think I really want to... I mean, I can just take a blanket I have now filled with sand. Yeah. I've got old blankets I've been meaning to get rid of, and you God got knows a, I've got this sand. So much I, sand. They've been, uh, this building across the street from me, like I guess they're going to redo it or whatever, I've been watching for like two or three weeks, all day, a bucket brigade taking sand out of this place. Bucket brigade? I, yeah, you know a bucket brigade? Like somebody passing buckets? Yeah, just people passing buckets. How many people are in this brigade? Not very many. Maybe like a, th- at least from what I can see from the street, a three-person bucket brigade. Maybe, yeah. you know, inside there are 20 more people. But boy, howdy. Like, you know, at least eight hours a day, these guys are just taking, s- I don't know how the hell all the sand got in there in the first place. I had heard there was a lot of standing water, but a lot of sand too. It Tom, used to be why a, are you telling this story? It used to be a doctor's office. You know what the doctor's name was? Dr. Butt. Yeah, Dr. Butt. Dr. Butt, did he pass away? Uh, I don't know what happened to him. Maybe we should look up Dr. Butt <laughs> R.I.P. and see if anything comes up. See <laughs> if there are any uh, in memoriam <laughs> posts. And he wasn't a proctologist. I think he was a podiatrist or something. Mm. Went into the wrong business. Maybe that's why he went out of business and he filled that place with sand. All right. Anything more about uh, keeping warm, Tom? Uh, let me check my notes. Uh, no. All right. Well, until next week, as always, keep warm. Stay cool. We'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.